الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ثم لاتينهم من بين ايديهم ومن خلفهم وعن ايمانهم وعن شمائلهم ولا تجد اكثرهم شاكرين قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اعني على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected on my kiram brothers and elders nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam among the many duas that he would make and one of the duas that is masnoon to make after the fard salah is the very short very concise dua allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik like many other duas that we have discussed on previous occasions this dua again is also very very concise and is filled with so many lessons in it for us nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam being the greatest of allah taala's creation the closest to allah tbaraka wa taala the one with the greatest ma'rifat and recognition of allah taala nobody could have recognized allah taala more than or even close to the way nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam recognized allah taala and nobody could have remembered allah taala more than nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam or in any way close to that which nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam remembered allah taala and yet nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is turning to allah taala and he is making dua allahumma a'inni ya allah help me we also ask for help we ask for help in various ways in very for various things but by and large what we ask for help is in relation to dunya generally by and large this is a case that we are only confining whatever our needs are to this dunya and therefore we wish to have the help and the assistance to progress in dunya to get our aspects of dunya sorted out and to move forward in dunya indeed even our aspects of dunya we should turn to allah taala but there is something beyond dunya there is something beyond this worldly life and together with asking for whatever our needs of dunya are more important is to ask for our needs of akhirat and ask for our needs of deen and to ask allah taala's help in these aspects so the dunya aspects also is all whatever is halal whatever is permissible whatever is part of our daily life daily needs we'll ask allah taala but how much do we ask allah taala to assist us in deen and this is the hadith of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is the dua nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is making and after the fard salah and giving us this lesson that the priority is to get allah taala's assistance his tawfiq in matters of deen and to the extent that the tawfiq of allah taala comes a person can progress without that he can't go anywhere he can't take one step forward 
So he needs Allah Ta'ala's help in that. So Nabi Islam is teaching us this and giving us this lesson to ask Allah Ta'ala's help in matters of deen, to progress in deen. So Nabi Islam is saying, Allahumma inni ala dhikrik. Again, keeping in mind that who is asking? Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nobody has remembered Allah Ta'ala like he remembered Allah Ta'ala. Nobody has recognized Allah Ta'ala like he has. And yet he is saying, Ya Allah, help me ala dhikrik to be able to remember you. Can we imagine how this is being highlighted? What is the importance of this when the greatest Nabi of Allah Ta'ala is asking Allah Ta'ala after having remembered him to the greatest extent that any human being can ever remember and any creation can ever remember Allah Ta'ala he is still begging Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah I have not remembered you enough so Ya Allah you help me to remember you Allahumma inni ala dhikrik and dhikr is a very very comprehensive thing all the various forms of remembrance of Allah Ta'ala included in it and shukr is also a part of dhikr but together with this, Nabi Islam says, Allahumma inni ala dhikrik wa shukrik. Allah, help me to remember you. Help me to be grateful to you. The shukri is part of zikr. But certain things are sometimes highlighted even further. So this is a further highlight from zikr, shukr. And wa husni ibadatik, Ya Allah, enable me, help me to worship you in the best way. Dunya, we want the best all the time. And for dunya, a person will undertake anything, any kind of difficulty, any kind of hardship, any kind of sacrifice. And he will sometimes go to any extent to get that dunya also, to even fight for the dunya. One is that he's fighting for something which is his right, even if it's not his right. Once, Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullah he says that his Ustad Mia Azhar Hussein Rahmatullah is a great buzrug, person of a very high caliber. Many, many incidents of him. Just another incident that comes to mind before what we want to discuss. One day, he was busy repairing the wall of his house, the mud wall. It was a rainy season and that wall had begun to collapse because of the rain. So he was busy repairing it. So Mufti Shafi Sahib says, I came at that time and I saw this is going on. So I told him, that, why don't we just, it'll cost a little bit more, we spend a little more and just make this with a, a structure with brick one time. Make bricks. This mud structure, every season when it rains, again the same whole exercise, again to repay it and the whole problem that goes along with it. Sometimes it's leaking here and leaking there. So it'll cost you a little bit more, but once and for all it'll be done. So he says that Myasab first looked at me and said, MashaAllah, very good. He says, You see, I'm grown old now, I can't think. See, you young people, MashaAllah, you all can think very well. So we old people now, our minds don't work sometimes. So first he carried on in that fashion until Mufti Shafi Sahib says that I realized that I'm being given a lesson here that I thought I was too smart. I thought I was thinking very well. Then he took me outside and he took me along on the, outside the house and he's showing me along the street. And he says, look at this whole street, this whole road, this whole 
neighborhood. Can you see one solid structure here? Every house here is made of mud. There isn't one solid structure in this whole area. And he says, now you are advising me that I must now build a solid structure. So what is going to be the case now with these neighbors of mine every day that they will pass my house? And every day they will see that he's only one house here with this solid structure and they will grieve over their lot. And you want me to become the means of that? I must give this pain to my neighbors every day. Now this is a mindset. This is a way of thinking. We also think, we also have a mindset. And this is somebody else's mindset. That I'm prepared to undergo this labor and this difficulty and this hardship of every rainy season of repairing the house again and putting up. But because I'm living in such an area, I'm living in such a neighborhood, everything is of a certain level, certain standard. So I won't change mine in a different way where it becomes standing out among everybody else. And now the rest of the neighbors keep seeing it and they feel grieved over their lot. Now this is a mindset. This is a way of thinking beyond the level of dunya that we think in. So in any case, what we were talking about is that this dunya, sometimes we will want to get it in any way and every way. So this incident of Yazan Hussain, Shafi Sahib says one day he came and when he came he says that Maulana Shafi he says to him that I saw a very, very ajeeb thing today. It was a very strange thing I saw in came. Say, what did you see? He says, well, actually, as I was coming, so these little children, they were fighting, and they were fighting, really hitting one another and so on, and really going for the kill, so to say. Children, but obviously. So he says, as I came closer, to try and stop them, then I realized what they were fighting over. So they were children, they had gone and they had gathered all the cow dung. The cow dung that is lying all over the place. Now, this is used as fuel, so they had gathered all the cow dung together. And now they brought this cow dung and they had heaped it in one place. Now the issue came to divide it. Now in this division, the problem started. That how does this be divided? Who gets what share now? So now in that division, this problem started and now they started fighting over it. And they're hitting one another. So he says, I started laughing. And while I'm laughing, I went to now and stop them and separate them. So as I was laughing and going ahead, and as I got there to separate them, suddenly this dawned upon me that I'm laughing that they are fighting over this filthy thing, this dirt, this filth. And this is such a big problem for them now that they are at one another's throats and they are hitting one another. And then it dawned upon me that but when I will get to the akhirat also and everybody else will get to the akhirat and will reach the qabr, will reach the day of qiyamah and all the things of dunya that we fought over, then the reality will open that we fought over nothing more than this cow dung. We fought over nothing more than this. When a person gets there, then the reality will open. And let alone get there, even in dunya. Before qiyamah, the dunya will open out its reality. In dunya itself, the dunya will open out its reality. In the hadith of Muslim Sharif, Abu Huraira radiallahu reports, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, 
تقی الارض افلاز کبھی دہا امثال الاستوان من الذهب والفضہ the earth will throw out all its treasures like huge pillars of gold not bar of gold pillars of gold in other words it will appear like huge pillars like a whole massive pillar several stories high has dropped from somewhere so the whole pillar of gold all over strewn everywhere pillars of silver strewn all over the place and now when this is all over the place the earth has thrown it all out so nabi sallallahu says fayaji'ul qatil fayqulu fi hadha qataltu the person who had committed murder for wealth what what kind of things happen people allah forbid kill their own parents for wealth he'll come and look at this i killed for this is lying all over the place like stone and for something worthless like this i committed murder وَيَجِيعُ الْقَاطِعُ فَيَقُولُ فِي هَذَا قَطَعْتُ رَحِمِي And the person who had cut off ties, family ties and relationships because of some worldly issue and wealth and so on, he will look at it and say, for this I cut ties with my relatives, family ties I cut for this, this worthless thing lying around just like this. I thought it was very very valuable, it's all over the place like stone. and the person whose hand was cut due to theft wa yaji'u as-sariq fa yaqulu fi hadha quti'at yadi that my hand was cut because of this kind of thing and fa yad'unahu wa la ya'khudhu minhu shay'a all of them will leave it they won't even touch it they'll walk away from there so in dunya itself a time will come when the dunya will show its haqiqat it'll show its reality so in any case the point was that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala has put us in this dunya for a very high purpose. And Nabi Islam is teaching us in this dua that our purpose is beyond just the things of dunya. Our purpose is something very sublime. And Nabi Islam is making dua, Ya Allah help me to remember you, zikr. So the zikr, this is the crux of the issue. With the zikr comes the consciousness of Allah ta'ala. And to the extent the consciousness of Allah ta'ala develops, a person becomes obedient to Allah ta'ala. and there is so much of emphasis on the zikr in the quran sharif that there isn't any other aspect that is emphasized to this extent that even salah wa aqimi salata li zikri establish salah li zikri for my remembrance uzkurullah zikran kathira remember allah taala excessively nothing else in the quran has been commanded in this manner excessively when it comes to hajj the same zikr again that after now thumma afidu min haythu afada an-nasu wa astaghfirullah inna allaha ghafurur rahim fa idha qadaytum manasikakum fadhkurullaha ka zikrikum aba'akum aw ashadd dhikra that now that you have completed your rites of hajj now remember allah taala excessively so the zikr and many a times we take it as something casual fine we did our zikr we did it we didn't do it one of those things we'll do it tomorrow then tomorrow doesn't come like that bought in some shops cash today credit tomorrow so work today zikr tomorrow so today we carry on working zikr tomorrow then tomorrow comes again zikr tomorrow so as a result 
that spiritual nourishment that we have to have, a person is starving spiritually. And in a short time, then all the things that he had now forsaken, given up, the month of Ramadan came, and he had made toba, istighfar, and removed many things from his life, threw away the devices. Now suddenly again, the crave is so strong, because the spiritual level is gone so weak, because the zikr was being just neglected. So the first thing Nabi Islam is teaching us, the importance of the zikr. Allahumma inni ala dhikrik. And then as we mentioned, highlighted in this is shukr. Shukr is part of zikr. Ya Allah, help me to be grateful to you. Help me to be grateful to you. Asking Allah Ta'ala's help. Allah, enable me to be a true grateful servant and slave of yours. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala speaks about what shaitan had mentioned. Can we imagine Allah Ta'ala is mentioning to us what shaitan said. Person doesn't quote his enemy. Shaitan is the worst enemy of Allah Ta'ala. But Allah Ta'ala is out of his grace for his servants. That beware of this plot of shaitan. Shaitan has given out his own secret. So beware of it. Shaitan at that time declared when he was being rejected, he was cast out and doomed forever. And he said, give me respite. So Allah Ta'ala gave him respite till Qiyamah. So he said, I will now mislead your servants. ثُمَّ لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَعَنْ أَيْمَانِهِمْ وَعَنْ شَمَائِلِهِمْ I will now mislead them. I'll come from the front. I'll come from the back, from the right, from the left. And I will attack from every direction. And what I will attack? He then gave away his own secret. But Allah Ta'ala exposed it. And Allah Ta'ala made it clear for us. وَلَا تَجِدُ أَكْثَرَهُمْ شَاكِرِينَ He says to Allah Ta'ala, that after I attack from every direction, you'll find that the bulk of them are ungrateful. Most of them will not be grateful. So what we understand from this is, that shaitan will attack a person from the direction of gratitude. He will kill the gratitude in him. And when he kills the gratitude in him, then he's done his job. Then he's won. And therefore this gratitude, this gratefulness, this is such a highlighted thing in deen. In the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, Anishkur li waliwalidaik. Obviously the greatest gratitude is due to Allah Ta'ala. What is the gratitude to Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with everything. Now to remember Him and to be grateful to Him by being subservient to Him, submitting ourselves entirely to Him. When we look around, to make everything a means of shukr, a person passes one tree, he passed the tree, he just walked past. But to reflect at that time, that Allah Ta'ala said, خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا Allah Ta'ala has created for you whatever is on the earth. Allah, this tree you created for me? Subhanallah. He saw the sun rising. خَلَقَ لَكُمْ Allah Ta'ala has created everything. So Allah Ta'ala has created for you everything. Ya Allah, the sun and the heat of the sun, Ya Allah, you created for me? Yes, I'm also one of the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala. It's been created for me. 
So Allahumma lakal hamd wa lakal shukr. Allah, all praise to you, do to you alone. All gratitude for you alone. Ya Allah, you created this for me. I benefit from it all the time. This moon which is shining is light. Ya Allah, you created it for me. Let alone these far away things, far away in the sense that it is thousands of miles away, or it's something that we just pass. How much do we make shukar for the things that we use all the time? Allah Ta'ala's innumerable bounties, innumerable favors and benefits within ourselves, our eyes, our ears, our faculties, our hands, our feet. Forget the whole hand also. Just take the fingers and all the fingers also leave it. Just take the thumb. The person just excludes the thumb. Now without the thumb, just try and think how many things can you do in the day. Try and write now without the thumb. Hold the pen and write without the thumb. Pick up that cup of tea without the thumb. The risky is very risky if you manage to do it to start off with. And that same thumb now, Allah Ta'ala is such a great na'mad. If a person considers from morning to evening, just the use of the thumb. Exclude the thumb, tie it up one day a little bit, just tape it back and now do how many things we can without the use of the thumb. And then we'll realize this bounty of this one thumb that Allah Ta'ala gave us and how often this thumb is now busy texting haram messages. Because that is what is used often. The person is on the phone, that thumb is used. Both thumbs are used. So that thumb which Allah Ta'ala made such a great na'mat, tape that thumb backwards and a person is like helpless. So many things he can't do now. And that same thumb now is typing away all the haram messages. That same thumb is now moving from side to side. It's navigating from haram to haram. Now this is this gratitude to Allah Ta'ala for this ni'mat and bounty that Allah Ta'ala is blessed. In that one moment, this thumb, these eyes and that heart and everything is now being used against Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with all these faculties, with all these ni'mats and bounties. So now to reflect upon this, what is the gratitude to Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with all this. How do I use it? How am I supposed to use it? So this correct usage of these things is the gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. Together with fulfilling all his commands, the time of salah has come, salah is being performed. It's fasting time, then the fast is being performed. Zakat, hajj, fulfilling all the laws of Allah Ta'ala. And saving ourselves from those things that Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. This is shukr. The verbal shukr is required. And this is the reality of shukr. So the first shukr is the shukr to Allah Ta'ala. Then together with the shukr to Allah Ta'ala, is shukr to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah's Nabi is that being who undertook all those hardships, those difficulties from head to toe covered in blood on the occasion of Taif. And it is the dua of Nabi and his forgiveness on the occasion of Taif that Islam came to the Indian subcontinent. Nabi on the occasion of Taif was offered that if you wish, we'll crush these people between these two mountains. What was his dua? What was his reply? That if they don't accept, then maybe their progeny, somebody in their progeny will accept. Had he that day chosen, that crush them, that will be the end of it. And there wouldn't have been any Muhammad bin Qasim Saqafi. 
who came to the Indian subcontinent and brought Islam because he came from the same progeny he came from the progeny of the people of Taif as a young person so in any case the shukr to Rasulullah that he undertook all this so that we could recognize Allah Ta'ala we could understand who is our Rabb we could then go on through the path of Jannat so how are we going to be grateful to him by adopting his way of life by taking the sunnah to our heart and to our lives and following in his footsteps and excessively reciting Durud Sharif upon him so this is part of the gratitude to Rasulullah then in this ayat Allah Ta'ala says Anishkur li wa liwalidayk be grateful to me and your parents side by side Allah Ta'ala is saying be grateful to me and your parents gratitude to one's parents is gratitude to Allah Ta'ala obviously within the limits of shariat to do whatever will bring happiness to their hearts and those who understood it they showed us what it means Hazrat Mahusain Ahmad Bandi he is such a great giant of the time and for 17 years he is in Madinah Munawwara and he is teaching Hadith Sharif in front of the Roza Mubarak can we imagine this maqam Bukhari Sharif lessons are being conducted he is teaching in Madinah Sharif in the Masjid Nabawi in front of the Roza Mubarak in that time these things were quite common what an honor what a great position and there is this great uh, gathering of students in front of him Arabs and non-Arabs and from far and wide and they are all engaged in this lessons of hadith and there was no formal classes of he was had availed himself and Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with that knowledge and he is disseminating this knowledge his father was a very simple person his father was not somebody who was very acquainted with all these details now he would sometimes he was busy now building the family house and sometimes he would suddenly send a message out of the blue is busy teaching hadith sharif now this is not a formal employment of any sort it's important to note this is something he was doing voluntarily he availed himself the students came they were learning from him and his father would send a message that the laborers the workers didn't come today and this thing has to be done now so you come so he would immediately wake up and he would go and he would get involved personally in the menial task of now mixing the cement and building the whatever was to be built at that moment he's carrying that bricks on his own shoulder and bringing it why because his father has now commanded this now at that time what what can be said that hadith sharif is being taught here in madina sharif in front of the roza mubarak and i must go and mix cement there but they knew something and this ayat of the quran sharif was in front anishkur li waliwalidayk be grateful to me and your parents because one can never ever be grateful enough to them for what they have done 
no matter what, as much as a person can do his whole life, he can't fulfill their haq in any way. So together with gratitude to Allah Ta'ala, gratitude to one's parents, the whole subject on his own. Then gratitude to one's spouse. This is where shaitan attacks to create that problems and difficulties and create dissension and start to make that marriage crumble. Shaitan starts off from the point of ingratitude. Where a person, both spouses, stop appreciating one another by looking at the faults of one another and totally disregarding one another's positive aspects. Everybody has their weaknesses. We have ours. Others have theirs. Like sometimes, describe it, every person, he wants to get married to somebody with 100%. But he himself is 25%. But he wants to get married to somebody 100%. So first make ourselves 100% also. The person has made himself 100%, then he can demand 100%. He is himself 25% and he is demanding 100%. So, the lack of appreciation, this is where shaitan starts off from. And this is a very major thing. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, this is a month where his incidents keep coming to light. He had been away from after he left his wife and child in that place. Ismail salatu wasalam grew up. Lengthy incident, Bukhay Sharif, the entire detail is there. Eventually he got married. After some time, one day, Ibrahim Islam came all the way from Sham. He was also blessed with some kind of transport like the Burak would come and go in a very short space of time. So he came to just see what's going on. When he came, Ismail Salatu Salam was gone hunting because that was the source of food. It wasn't some kind of hunting for pleasure and some for entertainment. Or, this was their livelihood. So he was gone hunting, he knocked at the door, he knew the house. So Ismail Salam had been married at that time. Ibrahim Salam wasn't present, but he knew now this is, so he inquired, where is Ismail Salam? said, well, he's gone to get food for us. So then he asked that, how are things going? Now this lady doesn't know who this person is. She just sees one elderly person and, well, he's asking something. So she started giving all the complaints that we are in real difficult circumstances and straightened situations and we don't have food sometimes and she gave all her complaints. So in any case he heard it and then he said when Ismail Salam comes then just give him salams and say to him that he must change the doorstep. That's all. He must change the doorstep. He said this much and went away. Ismail Salatu Salam returns and he senses that something has happened here. Somebody was here. Like that sixth sense. So he asks his wife, did somebody come? She says, yes. One elderly person came. Very person looking like a very senior person, pious person. Say, what did he say? Well, he, he inquired about you. I told him you're not around. And then he says, well, then he asked, how are we spending our time? How are things going? So I told him, we are in all these difficulties and all these hardships. What did he say? He says, well, you must change your door. He gave salams and he said, must change your doorstep. Ismail then said, that that personality you saw who had come to the door is none other than my father Ibrahim And what he said, the message he gave, must change my doorstep. What he actually said and the message he gave me was that I must separate you. 
that you are not good enough to be living in the household of a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. And on the inst- now this was not something for everybody to start imagining they are Ibrahim Salam. But he was a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. And he gave this command, he gave it by wahi obviously. Ismail Salam divorced her. He divorced her, the lesson to take here was she became deprived of being a part of the household of a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. Due to what? Ingratitude. This nashukri became the means of getting deprived of this great honor and this great reward and benefit and bounty of being a part of the household of a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. Sometime later, Ismail Salam remarried. Ibrahim Salam was gone. He came back after some time again. Again the same thing. He knocked on the door. Ismail Salam is not around. And he asked again, how's things going? So this time the reply that came, whereas the circumstances were still the same. The circumstances hadn't changed in any way. Everything was as it was previously. But this wife said, Alhamdulillah, we are in very, very good situation. Everything is fine. Everything is going well. And she mentioned some things in that regard. Ismail, uh, Ibrahim Salam then said to her, when Ismail comes, give him my salams and tell him must look after this doorstep. Ismail returns. Again, he senses the same thing. Somebody was here. She says, yes, this is what happened. She gave the whole incident. He says, that was my father. And this message he gave, look after the doorstep. He has given me the message to be appreciative of you. This aspect of gratitude. That it deprived one person due to lack of gratitude, deprived one person from being a part of the household of the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. And another person got the appreciation of a Nabi because of her gratitude. So this dua Nabi Sallallahu is teaching Allahumma inni ala dhikrik wa shukrik wa husni ibadatik Ya Allah enable me to worship you in the best way. In dunya we want the best for everything as best as we can. Whatever is within our capacity we want to make it best. Our house, our car, our food, our clothing and everything. So Allah Ta'ala is Nabi Sallallahu is teaching, teaching us a dua that make deen the best also. Try and make your salah the best. Your zikr the best, your tilawat the best, your ikhlas and sincerity the best, tawakkul in Allah Ta'ala the best, shukr the best, sabr also the best, forgiveness in the best way, overlooking the faults of others in the best way, making one's akhlaq the best, one's mu'amalat and mu'asharat the best. Every aspect of deen move in the direction of making it the best. So this is Nabi Islam teaching us via this dua to be asking Allah Ta'ala for his help. Together with our aspects of dunya, to ask Allah Ta'ala's help in deen and to progress in deen and to remember Allah Ta'ala to be engaged in the shukr of Allah Ta'ala and as we discussed, the real shukr of Allah Ta'ala is his obedience. And misusing the ni'mats and bounties of Allah Ta'ala this is his nashukri. This is ingratitude to him. And then to make the effort to try and improve our ibadat in every way, our, all our aspects of deen, our mu'amalat, our mu'asharat, our akhlaq, and get closer to Allah Ta'ala. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq to remember him at all times, to be forever grateful to Allah Ta'ala, and try and improve ourselves in every regard.
ഹലീഹിമിയാഹു ഹായിക്കിയാ 
چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیاں تو بھی مگر غفار ہے عرب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر وردے زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 لا الہ الا محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہ اللہ جل جلالہ عم نوالہ اللہ 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 کیسا پیارا نام ہے عاشق و کامینہ اور جام ہے اللہ اللہ کیسا پیارا نام ہے عاشق و کامینہ اور جام ہے آہ راجز آسما ہمدم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود آہ راجز آسما ہمدم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود الہی ای بندارا رسوا مکن گربدم من سر من پیدا مکن الہی ای بندارا رسوا مکن 
گربدمن سرمن پہ دام کن ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دیں اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہم لکا الحمد کلہ و لکا الشکر کلہ اللہم لا نحسی ثناء علیک انت کما اثنیت علا نفسک جز اللہ عنا نبینا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بما هو اہلو ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين إله العالمين يا الله most merciful Allah most kind and gracious Allah most loving Allah إله العالمين يا الله forgive us يا الله يا الله indeed we are most sinful يا الله from head to toe we are covered in sin يا الله إله العالمين يا الله يا الله we have been so shameless in sinning يا الله Ya Allah, you are watching all the time, Ya Allah. You are aware of everything that we are doing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are aware of what is going through our hearts and minds, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, yet we have been so shameless that, Ya Allah, we have been sinning all the time, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we regret what we have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, your forgiveness is for sinners, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your forgiveness upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, wipe out our past completely, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq of obeying you every moment of our lives, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you enable us to follow the way of life of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, grant us the reality of shukr, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant, grant us the reality of shukr, Ya Allah. Enable us to be grateful to you, Ya Allah. Enable us to be grateful to Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Enable us to be grateful to our parents, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to be grateful to anyone, Ya Allah, that has done anything for us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, shower down your maghfirat on the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, throughout the world, wherever the Muslims are suffering, remove their suffering and hardship, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. 
those who are suffering poverty, ya Allah, you remove their poverty, ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, those who don't have food, give them food to eat, ya Allah. Allah. Those who don't have shelter, give them shelters to live in, ya Allah. Those who don't have clothing, give them clothes to wear, ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, those who are suffering oppression, ya Allah, remove the oppression from them, ya Allah. Allah, hold back the hands of the oppressors, ya Allah. Give them hidayat as well, ya Allah. Allah, if hidayat is not decreed for them, wipe them out from the face of this earth, ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, save us from all the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, save us from the fitna of all the evil, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the nudity and evil, ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, save us from the sins of the eyes, ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the ears, ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the tongue, ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the hands and feet, ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts, ya Allah. Purify our hearts of all the evil, ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat and love, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the love of deen, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the effort of deen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept one and all, ya Allah. Do not deprive anybody, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, make us all your servants, ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us your obedient and true servants, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, those who are in any kind of hardships and difficulties, remove it, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, those who are in debts, ya Allah, make the easy payments of their debts possible, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, all those who have passed away, fill their qabrs with nur, ya Allah. Ya Allah, make their complete maghfirat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them high stages in the akhirat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, at the time of our debt takers with the kalima, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on iman kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, make our covers gardens of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, give us jannatul for those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to remember you every day, Ya Allah. Enable us to remember you every moment of our days, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to make tilawah of the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Enable us to be all the time in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from all the sin, Ya Allah. Save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from haram, Ya Allah, in eating and drinking, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and every grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. All the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu begged for, Ya Allah, we are also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi sought refuge from, Ya Allah, grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله رب